Were this a normal non-pandemic year, we would open the show with a rousing musical performance paying tribute to all of the shows of the past theatrical season that would obviously be led by hosts of a critically acclaimed theater podcast. But sadly, we blew through our yearly budget on a very fine selection of canapes for the green room, so this short intro from the co-host of Bits Over Broadway will have to suffice. Thank you for tuning in, and without further ado, the American Podcast Wing and Bits League present The Anthonys. Welcome to the inaugural Anthony Awards. And now, your hosts, Connor Relier and Meryl K. Aaron. This first award of the night goes to a guest who was blindsided by the host's hatred for every second of the musical that they picked. With enthusiasm, rationale, and a strong ability to stand her ground, the guest was able to convince at least one of the hosts to be open to seeing the show. And the Anthony, for most enthusiastic guest, in spite of host's disdain, goes to Kelsey Kennedy for her work on episode 25, Moulin Rouge. We go live now to a pre-recorded speech from Kelsey. Wow. I would say it's an honor just to be nominated, but let's be real. Winning is the goal here. Hopefully this is the first in a long line of awards in my professional competitive podcasting career. First and foremost, I'd like to thank myself for having passionate yet indiscriminate taste, which allows me to like anything as long as there's a spectacle involved, which is why I refuse to see Wicked. Second, I'd like to thank our wonderful hosts, Marilyn Connor, who were dumb enough, I mean, open enough to invite me onto the pod. Third, I'd like to thank specifically the stagehands and house staff on Moulin Rouge, just because they don't get enough thanks. Uh, let's see here, skipping down to the bottom of the list, I'd I'd like to thank the cast and creatives for putting on a show you can only love in person, thereby giving me an edge in this category. It's my genuine pleasure to accept this award, as well as any surprise congeniality awards. No? Well, okay. Oh my god, thanks so much! Incredible work from Kelsey. Thank you so much for putting up with our bullshit. (laughs) Thank you so much, Kelsey. If we ever have a congeniality award, we'll definitely think of you. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Connor, let's move on to our next award. It is a known fact that not every musical is good. In fact, many are bad. But this next award goes to a particularly terrible musical. It certainly falls into so bad it's good territory. And we love to reward garbage. The Anthony for Best Worst Book goes to Bat Out of Hell. And now, a clip from the episode. It's the most original piece of work that I've ever seen, possibly in my life. Absolutely. At no point at any time did I know what would happen next. 
Yeah. Yeah. Completely unpredictable. <laughs> like, couldn't couldn't have guessed. If they had paused the show, gunned to my head and been like, what's going to happen? I would have been dead multiple times. Yeah. Could never have Absolutely. Guessed. I think that's because, like, there was no plot. <laughs> no plot whatsoever. <laughs> but there were several subplots that were never rectified. Were never explained. So, <laughs> introduced to us seemingly midway through so their own timeline. So you would guess what would happen timeline. next. And right. then it would just be a completely different story. And so uh, like, oh, I'm wild. supposed to have a familiarity with these characters that I simply do not yeah, have. Absolutely. Um, but they're talking as though I know what the story is, mm-hmm. that I know are... Jim Steinman, the offer still stands. If you're looking for any rewrites, please tweet at us. We're incredibly unemployed. Please do tweet at us. Please. We're happy to help. Moving right along. Not every award in theater deserves to go to the talent. Sometimes the tech is the true star, especially in a high school production of a musical. And as we here at the American Podcast Wing like to say, when you can notice the tech in a show... Can we just get one more take? Internet cut out. Yeah, it's good. And the Anthony for Best Spot Operator in a High School Production goes to Rob Gloss for Episode 17, Violet. We now go live to a pre-recorded speech... From Rob. Wow, this is such an honor. Thank you so much. A belated honor, but an honor all the same. Thank you. Um, I would like to thank Janine Tesori and the whole creative team behind Violet for creating such a beautiful musical. Uh, I thank you to Katie Stepanek uh, for her brilliant lighting design. I couldn't have done this without you. Thank you to our high school director, um, Benjamin Martin III for putting together such an innovative production. Uh, Thank you to ETC for creating such an amazing follow spot. Uh, Finally, uh, thank you to Diana DeGarmo um, for access to her closet. Um, I'm wearing uh, DeGarmo original. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rob. Uh, We would also like to shout out Rob's roommate, Brian Golub. Oh, uh, who's getting an award for best lighting of an acceptance speech uh, for best lighting. And we just want to shout out Brian for coming through in these tough, tough times. Often our experience at the theater is what lends itself to a perfect evening of entertainment. The lobby's decoration can make you feel transported to a diner selling pies in Missouri or a Russian bunker. In that aspect, the AMC in the East Village really made us feel like we were dumped in an alley to watch a show that could possibly end in our death. For that, the Anthony Award for Best Movie Going Experience goes to Cats. And now, a clip from the episode. Keaton and Connor and Meryl and I, when we saw the film, saw it alongside... A Murray's Crisis Superstar. Pianist. Oh, yeah. Yes. Or singer. Drew. Pianist or Pianist. singer? Pianist. Oh, I didn't yes. realize he was there. And I made yes. a big old he fool was... of myself and I said, Like it's Drew! <laughs> <laughs> Good. And he was like, I don't know who that weird girl is. <laughs> he, was, he was sitting. But he enjoyed it. The... He was one row ahead of us. He was one row. Coming up next on The Anthony's, we have more stars and more awards, including achievements in standing and best episode. 
Stay tuned after a short break from our sponsors. Death is a natural part of life, even during the most patriotic time of the year. So it's time for Diggum Funeral Homes annual 4th of July blowout sale. We're slashing our prices like we slash your dead relatives on the embalming tables. Our gorgeous funeral parlor is now only $999.99 for one day. Chairs and sofas in your choice of color, only $99. Our country's forefathers are jumping back to life for these prices. <laughs> caskets, caskets, caskets! Any style, mahogany, pine, cardboard, we've got them all, all at 60% of the cost. Did your dead parent love Folger's dark roast coffee? All cremation urns are now fully customizable. Bring your family home in style, all for the low, low price of $699.99. Need to get to your loved one's eternal resting place but don't have a ride? Travel in style with our patriotic hearse. Bells, ribbons, balloons, whatever you need to commemorate this day, all for $399.99. So come on down to the Diggum Funeral Home and give your dead grandpa the patriotic send-off he deserves. Memorial services not included. Welcome back to the Anthony Awards. Connor, let's hit him with the next award. Many times in the history of Bits Over Broadway, guests on the show have run circles around the two hosts. One guest in particular proved that she was the most qualified person to have a podcast about musical theater by correctly dropping one single name in her analysis of her chosen show. And the Anthony, for most correct use of Brecht, goes to Kate Herslin for episode 18, Cabaret. We now go live to a pre-recorded speech from Kate. Okay, wow, this is so expected. First, I'd like to thank Bertolt Brecht for truly being an alienation inspiration, for inventing the alienation effect, for teaching me how to alienate and how to be alienated. Literally, the meta-ness of the speech and of cabaret and of declaring that life is a cabaret, literally within the cabaret, is such alienation. And what would that be without you, Bertolt Brecht? I'd like to thank Bits Over Broadway and the Anthony Awards for this groundbreaking content that you gave me the opportunity to bestow upon the world. I'd like to thank Sally Bowles and especially Hare Schultz and his pineapples, truly an inspiration. I would not like to thank Sam Mendes, but I would like to thank Joel Gray. I thank both Candor and Ebb for their candor as I ebb and flow through this speech. I'd also like to thank Comedy and Carol Burnett for being the founder of Comedy. Furthermore, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank Burnett Peters, who has nothing to do with anything, and that's why we all know that she is everything, which reminds me that I have to thank my agents, who are all the ladies who lunch, as well as my management team, the entire cast of the 2011 revival of Follies, except for Ron Raines. Thank you to my high school English and theater departments for introducing me to Bertolt's work at an inappropriately early age and also just generally thank you to my childhood for all the traumatic memories a special shout out to childhood cancer for giving me the chance to meet Burnett Peters who again just to reiterate has nothing to do with anything finally I would like to thank my iPhone for autocorrecting Bertolt to Bertolucci so thank you to Steve Jobs and while we're on the subject of Steve's thank you to Steve Sondheim who is literally the reason I'm alive because my parents met in Sweeney Todd so thank you Steve Sondheim also Stephen Flaherty who once held a door open for me and not Stephen Schwartz whose six minute piano entrance was definitely the reason the Sondheim birthday concert was delayed by an hour and a half and who thought it was okay to write the lyrics something has changed within me something is not the same which is not okay thank you to my fans and to my fiance and my family and my friends and to foreshadowing and to letter f which is my artistic inspiration my message to little girls everywhere watching this right now is to go watch something else this is not a good speech i'm sorry you've sunk all this time into this already when you could have been inventing a vaccine or something truly tomorrow does not belong to me life is not a cabaret no one's ever made up their mind in chelsea but otherwise thank you to cabaret for teaching us about the horrors of the holocaust through the revolutionary brechtian vehicle of alienating musical comedy and thank you to school for teaching me those words thank you and good night (laughs) 
first time childhood cancer's ever been shouted out in an acceptance speech, maybe? And Possibly? I am uh, relatively sure that is correct. And also, um, <laughs> yes, thank you, Bernadette Peters. Without you, none of this would be possible. Truly, none of this would happen without <laughs> Bernadette Peters. And correct. we do we do honor and respect and pay our uh, sacrifices too. <laughs> Always and forever. <laughs> We pray at the altar of your wig. (laughs) (laughs) So, so true, Connor. Though a musical might be bad, we respect the actors who devote a not insignificant portion of their lives to making it seem good. They are braver than the troops. To honor them, the Anthony Award for Actors Who Did the Best With What They Had goes to Aaron Tveit and Karen Olivo from Moulin Rouge. And now, a clip from the episode. Shout out to Karen Olivo, because I do think she is an incredible singer. Like, yeah. Y- yeah, you can't sells it. Like, you can't come for her chops on this. She but. did what she could with what she was given. Right. And we love her for that. Mm-hmm. And that is and that's my pitch to the Tony Awards. <laughs> they did their best with what they had. <laughs> and that's and all I would love to present that category. Right. <laughs> and for this year, for me, it's Karen Olivo. Wow, what a horrible musical. I'm so glad we all got to reminisce about that again. Let's move on to our next award, which incidentally goes to another episode featuring another horrible musical. When a jukebox musical comes to Broadway, it is the stands of the musical artists behind the show that ask it to bop. The stands will keep the show alive and convince their friends to see a hellish retelling of Peter Pan. And to finally understand what it means to find paradise by the dashboard lights. And the Anthony for Best Meatloaf Stan goes to Stephanie Jurgens for episode 16, Bat Out of Hell. We now go live to a pre recorded speech from Stephanie. Thank you so much. I am extremely honored to be presented with this prestigious nay, revered award to all my fellow nominees. Y'all fucking suck. You can only aspire to a wisp of a dream of achieving my level of stan. I wish that I could say it was all pure, God-given, natural talent, but the truth is it was a lot of hard work. It took years of making sure my dad's Bat Out of Hell CD made it into the carrying case for summer lake trips because let's be real, there's never been a more perfect soundtrack for a summer adventure. It took decades <laughs> three and counting, <laughs> of enduring my parents making fun of my screeching renditions of Paradise by the Dashboard Light, because guess what? I can't sing. And it has and will continue to take a lifetime of offering my throat to the wolf with the red roses. And all of this is really just to say thank you to Bits Over Broadway for acknowledging my greatness and awarding me Best Meatloaf Stan. But let's be honest, who else did you really have? All right, and uh, that's basically my speech, but now I just want to spitball because I really want to get to the playoff music. Um, So I'm just going to start randomly talking, and you guys can cut me off whenever you're ready because I just want to see what you guys got. Um, So this morning, I woke up, and I was, like, making my breakfast smoothie, and I opened my email, and I started, like, 
uh, started reading this article about um, what to do with your used banana peels. And it turns out that one of the uses for banana peels is dusting your plants. So I was stroking my snake plant with um, a banana peel today. (laughs) And that was most of my morning. A reminder, all pre-recorded live acceptance speeches have a strict two-minute time limit. We will play you off. There is a rerun of Bones on after this show, and we must respect their time. We now go to Producer Mitch for the Producer Mitch Award for Best Microphone Technique. As a producer, sound engineer, and editor for this podcast, I have encountered some rough cuts. Sneezes, coughs directly into the mic, yelling, cursing, and off-color jokes are just some of the tests I have endured to bring this podcast to life. Through all of that, the thing that makes my life a little easier is good mic technique. You can teach a man to fish, but you can't teach him to handle a microphone. That's a goddamn gift. The Producer Mitch Award for Best Microphone Technique goes to Connor Thank you. Thank you so much for this amazing honor. Um, Like many other gays in the Midwest, I grew up in the community theater world, starring in shows like Footloose as Ensemble or working on shows like Grease as an unpaid dance captain. Theater was what taught me that anyone who has a mic has talent. So first, I'd like to thank the American Podcast Wing and the Bits League. Thank you so much for letting me flex my talent bi-weekly. Thank you to Meryl, my amazing co-host, who single-handedly makes sure the show is actually funny. And thank you to producer Mitch for favoring me over his own girlfriend. When the three of us work together, we truly do make something special, even if it's only special to us. And as always, thank you to the fans of the show. Without the five of you, Meryl and I would still be recording, but it would be slightly less cool. Thank you all so much, and good night, everybody! Still to come on the Anthony's Best Accent, Best Episode, and the Achievement in Standing Award. We'll be back after these words from our sponsor. Have you been dumped in quarantine? Were you left on red by your crush? Perhaps your snaps remain unopened by the hot new intern. Are the slides into your DMs few and far between these days? Are your jokes on Twitter getting fewer likes? Is the new dance you worked hard to perfect on TikTok going unnoticed? Did you adopt a child and then announce to your YouTube channel that you were re-homing him like he was a cat you didn't want anymore, and then you lost a ton of lucrative brand deals and subscribers? We get it. In these uncertain times with uncertain circumstances and uncertain feelings, we are here for you. Introducing Emotion. A brand new streaming music service for these uncertain and sad times. Here at Emotion, we understand that you simply don't have the time to create a playlist to weep to, so we do it for you. Our patented algorithm has been proven to find the best songs to guide you through the worst times. No matter what you're going through, we have a song for you. 
Emotions creators understand that your situation is special. It takes a practiced hand to study you through these trying times. Nobody knows what you're going through, except emotion. Our app is compatible with Alexa, Siri, and Bixby. Emotion's state-of-the-art sensors are able to understand your requests, even through your hysterical sobs, ensuring a perfect song play every time. And now, introducing our latest, Emotion, lo-fi beats to cry to. Emotion, we're here for you when nobody else is. Welcome back to the Anthony Awards. We don't want to miss that Bones rerun, so Meryl, what's up next? Thanks, Khan. Actors are, at heart, always performing. Even when they are unaware, the actor within can emerge. We at the Bits League understand that actors who are unable to stop performing deserve recognition. And so, the Anthony Award for Best Accent goes to... Keaton Cruiser for his work in episode 22, Cats Part 2, Two Cats Too Curious. We now go live to a pre-recorded speech from Keaton. Thank you so much. It obviously was just an honor to be nominated, but I feel so blessed to receive this accolade. Um, I would like to thank Connor, Merrill, Mitchell, and the rest of the team at Bits Over Broadway for the amazing opportunity, not only once, but twice. Um, I would like to thank my dear friend and uh, fellow cat savant, um, Caitlin Bruce, a woman who contains multitudes. Obviously, none of this would be possible without her or, in all honesty, her dead bird. Finally, uh, I would like to thank my fellow nominees, I would like to thank the Academy, um, Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber, my agent, my amazing agent, Allison Mossy. Uh, I would like to thank Dame Judy Dench and her human hands. I would like to thank the Commonwealth of Australia, Tito's Handmade Vodka, actor-comedian Christopher Lilly, and lastly, but certainly not leastly, icon, legend, and star Susan Jane Tanner. Um <laughs> Uh, sorry, for everyone out there thinking you'll never make it big, I am here live on national television telling you that you can accomplish anything and you are good enough. Thank you so much. Here at Bits Over Broadway, we will always give a hearty shout out to Susan Jane Tanner. We love her and we respect her. We do respect her. In the history of the Bits League and the American podcast wing, Bits Over Broadway has touched the lives of tens of fans. But only some fans ever reach the level of Stan. By tweeting about the show, reaching out to the hosts with reactions and suggestions, and holding conversations with the hosts as they listen to the episode in their own apartment. Without the stands of the world, the show simply wouldn't exist. It is with great honor, respect, and love that I present the Becky Bouchelle Achievement in Standing Award to Becky Bouchelle. We now go live to a pre-recorded speech from Beck. I would 
first, obviously, like to thank the Academy for this award. Uh, ever since I was a child, I have been almost too enthusiastic about the things that I love. It started early with an active presence on Phantom.net in the mid-2000s, which was a message board dedicated to the Phantom of the Opera. Throughout my life, I've continued to devote myself to my interests, most recently shown by my fun home tattoo. I guess what I'm saying is, it's nice to be recognized for the things you excel at, and in my case, that thing is being a super fan. I love bits over Broadway. I love talking out loud to the podcast while I listen as if I was in the room with you. I love the both of you so much, and I really want to thank you for everything you do. Your podcast is just such a bright spot in my life. Um, Thank you so much for appreciating my enthusiasm, and thank you so much for this award. Thank you so much, Becky. We love you, and we stan you. We stan you. Simply, your number one stands. (laughs) Throughout human history, from ancient cave paintings to Sonic the Hedgehog 2020, the concern for many artists and art lovers is the dental aspect. Where are the teeth? Should there be teeth? If so, how many and what kind? What do the teeth look like? Are they human or are they in fact dancers? One guest sought to answer that question throughout the episode. The award for most obsessed with human teeth in a musical goes to Caitlin Reader-Bruce for her work in episode 22, Cats Part 2, Two Cats, Too Curious. We now go live to a pre-recorded speech from Caitlin. Thank you so, so much for this honor. As someone who has never listened to a podcast before, I never imagined I'd be up here accepting a word of such great distinction. I just want to say, this award is so much bigger than me. First and foremost, I'd like to thank the fabulous Bits Over Broadway team, Meryl, Connor, Mitch, Nick. I don't know how you guys do it. It's so amazing. Um, I'd also like to thank Keaton, the Mungo Jerry, to my Rumble teaser for his constant dedication to Broadway discourse and remembering the name of hundreds of cats. Uh, who else? Um, Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber, Tom Hooper, Jason Derulo, Taylor Swift, Jennifer Hudson, Dame Judi Dench, Ken Page, Betty Buckley, Susan Jane Tanner, and all of the amazing actors that have walked the hallowed alleys of London. Thank you for paving the way. I just want to leave you with this. Love is love is love is love is love is love is human teeth. cannot thank you enough for your dedication to cats and this podcast that you've never listened to we love you we love you and uh honestly the love is love is love is human teeth i will carry that with me for the rest of my days and not necessarily in a positive light thinking about getting it on a tote honestly (laughs) of course it will be sold in the bits over broadway merchandise one day absolutely look for that on our website which currently doesn't exist still to come best insane pet story and best episode the anthony awards will return after this final word from our sponsors Speed. 
Analytics. Vertical Integration. Digital Transformation. Charts. Graphs. Golf course. Circling back. Regards. Can we get HR in on this? Achieve. Dream. Mr. Sub off I-80 in beautiful Joliet, Illinois. Welcome back to the Anthony Awards. Moving right along. While lore and politics tend to be staples of the fantasy genre, musicals will occasionally dabble in these tropes. It takes a truly discerning mind to point out that a protagonist's actions during a show can lead to wide-ranging ripple effects in the geopolitical climate of a musical setting once the curtain has dropped. And the Anthony, for best understanding of geopolitics in a musical, goes to Ryan Gianforte for his work on episode 19, Wicked. We now go live to a pre-recorded speech from Ryan. Thank you, Bits Over Broadway, so, so much. I, I cannot tell you how honored I am. I, you know, the amount of preparation and work that into my half-assed re- recollection of Wicked from several years prior really came in handy when it came to explaining the problematic world of Oz. I'm so happy to be here. This is an honor. Um, Dad, I love you. Thank you so much, guys. It's, it's truly an honor. Natalie roasted his ass right after that speech was recorded because he did not say, I love you, Natalie, (laughs) the one who ostensibly introduced him to all of this. That is correct. (laughs) The members of the American podcast wing love a good pet story. Pour one out for Caitlin's bird. A good pet story is hard to come by, but we strive to always bring you the funniest, weirdest, most insane pet stories we can find. To that end, We present the Anthony Award for Best Insane Pet Story to Maddie Byrne for her work on episode 21, Bat Boy. We now go live to a pre-recorded speech from Matt. I I gotta thank the exploding nude Um, without him. I, uh, do nudes have genitals? They gotta. Uh, without that that thing, uh, I I, <laughs> I wouldn't be here. Um, um, I don't know his name. Oh my god, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I gotta thank Sammy, my hamster with the giant balls. I think I don't know if I told you that on the podcast, but I had a hamster and its balls got giant and tumory. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> um, Dottie, I gotta thank Dottie, my baby. I love her so much. She's um, She hasn't exploded yet. Uh, hopefully never will. I love her so much. Thank you, Donnie. Um, and, 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 oh God, the pressure. I know the two minutes is coming up. Do you remember when, <laughs> do you remember when, um, <laughs> oh God, when 
Rachel Dratch had to name 10 white people and she couldn't and she lost her mind. That's what I feel like is happening to me right now. How many minutes do I have left? How much time do I have left? Stop laughing at me. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Um, um, who else do I want to think? I guess Peter. He just walked in. Love ya. Thanks for nothing. Uh, you didn't contribute to my brain. Um, uh, I got to thank uh, Meryl Kay, Mitch, and Connor for uh, this wonderful show and this um, this real award. Um, <laughs> oh my God. I think I'm good. I really, really, truly thought that there was going to be, uh, there were going to be trumpets blasting me off stage by now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for this award. Thanks to all my nude heads out there. <laughs> just, just for posterity's sake, we will be keeping our fingers crossed that Dottie does not explode. That's right. Unfortunately, we could not blast Maddie off stage with trumpets as we did blow our trumpet budget. That was that is very correct. On these very real awards. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Maddie. Thank you so much, Maddie. Thank you to all of our guests. We've reached the final award of the evening. And after an evening of so many awards, there is still one award more. An esteemed honor, you know, that none of our guests realized was on the table. It was truly a long con. We planned to test the loyalty of our guests and friends to see if they would bring their best to the show. And we know who brought less than their best. Mm-hmm. So to celebrate the talent of those who did bring their A-game, we present the Anthony for Best Episode. And the nominees are... Episode 19, Wicked. This is very X-Men. Right? Episode 22, Cats Part 2, Two Cats, Two Curious. Oh, Monkey Trap is daddy. Episode 18, Cabaret. There's a lot of butt slaps. Yeah. So he's always slapping butts, frankly. That's his number one passion in life. Episode 23, title of show. Hmm. What's the one about worms? And episode 21, Bat Boy. More than anything. More than my more than the moon. <laughs> more than the festival. Um the festival. Oh my god, I wanted to be Shelly so bad. We cannot do this every episode. <laughs> And the winner of the Anthony Award for Best Episode goes to... Episode 19, Wicked. We now go live to a pre-recorded speech from guests of the episode Natalie Alt and Ryan Gianforte. Uh, well, thank you so much for this amazing award. We have been hoping, we've been counting down when we were going to recognize for our amazing talent in this area. Natalie, how do you feel about winning an award that has the word Tony in it and is also related to Wicked? I mean, I'm really glad that, you know, my favorite musical is now a funny bit because my boyfriend hates my favorite musical. Hates a strong word. You know what? Listen to the podcast. You know. You I'm know, glad you know. we were able to overcome our differences and not break up in the wake of this episode. Um, that was Ryan's biggest concern on recording day was that it might have also been the last day of our relationship. But I can confirm that we are going strong 
three years in and our differences like Glinda and Alphaba are still keeping us together for good. My, my point is though, like why did they give her shoes if she's handicapped? <laughs> it doesn't, it's, it's such a dick move. We have gone over this. Okay. We went over this. All right. Thank you very much for this honor. We're very, we're very excited, and we were very honored to be asked. Thank you to Bits Over Broadway. Thank you to Marilyn Connor and Mitch. Yes, thank you. We are so glad you're still together and going strong. And like Alphaba and Glinda, your lives have been changed for good, like Natalie said. Well, thank you so, so much for tuning in to the inaugural Anthony Awards Ceremony. We really do want to thank all of the guests who have been on the show from the bottom of our hearts. You all have made it such a joy to create this show. Um, And thank you to the fans for listening as well. Sincerely, this isn't a bit. We hope you all feel as honored as we were to have you on the show. Uh, To make sure you don't miss an episode, please subscribe to our show in your preferred podcast app. Follow us across all platforms at Bits Over B-Way and let us know your thoughts by emailing us at bitsoverbway at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the Bones app that's following this episode for sure. Stay safe uh, and good night. Bye. You just did a fucking award show. You want to act like you give a shit about it? Just the bye or the whole. Yes, the bye.